Welcome, we're Two Old Chuffs, A Tale of Two Hospices. I'm Tamsin Thomas. And I'm Gina Starnes. And every couple of weeks we hope to share with you little inside secrets about our charity, which is of course Cornwall Hospice Care, and to celebrate through this year our 40th anniversary. Now if you cast your minds back, um, in our second podcast we talked, do you remember, to the wonderful Barbara fantastic she was an amazing lady is an amazing lady Barbara has been volunteering for 45 years so she was right in at the beginning when all the money was being raised but now we're bringing our 40th anniversary right up to where we are now with part two and we're welcoming to join us today Judy Lawton who is and this is probably the best title in the world the 40th Anniversary Project Coordinator. Well done. You need a breath. Serious badge for that. (laughs) Big big badge. (laughs) (laughs) Because, of course, Judy, you're involved in uh, running all the events that we're going to have and activities to mark this 40th year. Yes. One of which launches this very day, Valentine's Day. A big kisses, by the way, to both of you. Thank you. Very nice. Thank you very much. Haven't had a card yet, but hey-ho. Wait and see Don't if there's anything I have either. I think I saw that out, I'm sure. <laughs> Someone's scuttling now in the background. They need a card. But today we launch Love to Remember. Love to Remember, a fabulous, fabulous um, idea, um, which originally was to plant 40 trees, but moved rapidly into planting 40 camellias. And what better place to do it than Mount Edgecombe Country Park? The perfect place. And they have welcomed us. Have they not? Uh, with opened arms, and uh, they have found an area, a dedicated area, that if I'm right, Tamsin will correct me, is going to be called the Cornwall Hospice Care 40 Years National Collection on a great big board so everyone can see. And it's a legacy that will live on as the camellias grow. And uh, they're going to source 40 camellias um, that they haven't got to add to their collection of nearly a thousand it's the biggest collection yeah. of camellias in the country yeah. and I'm ashamed to say I had no idea that we had a huge camellia collection there no it's um phenomenal and they've got they've got um Lee uh, the head gardener has had um, I think he said he works he's worked there over 30 years and he has a massive passion for camellias so they've now got Jim in um, who's cataloguing them and also knows his stuff about camellias and he is um, he has found the camellias he wants and then they will be planted and there will be a plaque and we will uh, be asking people to buy a camellia in memory of someone so the camellia will be planted the plaque will say Cornwall Hospice Care, 40 years, in mem- of memory of, and um, and then you've got that there. What a lovely idea. Forever. And yes. it's so lovely, I have decided that I'm doing it for my mum and dad. And um, Mount Edgecombe Country Park are absolutely delighted. They are, th- the gardeners are thrilled to bits that we want to do this. Brilliant. And they've chosen, haven't they, this amazing place to put it um, against a, a lovely wall, lo- one of the lovely old walls at Mount Edgecombe. But wherever you come into the park, 
there's a junction and it's right it's there, there, so you'll see it, yeah. whoever comes on the path. And there's a beautiful tree that's got all that gnarl around the, its trunk and as we walked away, Townsend and I were coming up with the idea of, of, a, of a seat, you know, a wraparound seat nice. that would look really nice. It's never an opportunity missed, is there, for you ladies, I have to say? <laughs> no. 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 No, but it's a, I, I, I think it's a lovely idea and if, just, do you remember what Barbara was saying about... Uh, the vision for yeah. the idea of an adult hospice came from the then Lady Mount Edgecombe. Yes. Just to explain why yeah, we went to Mount yeah. Edgecombe Park for yeah. this. Uh, but it's a really lovely tie-up, isn't it? When we visited, uh, when we went to visit them, um, it was wonderful because when we left, we, we drove, you, you're supposed to drive five miles an hour anyway, and we were. But as you, we left, we were, you could see all the camellias lining the drive oh, as you left. Oh, nice. And there was like the... Uh, Am I right? There was a South American collection yeah. and the um, African collection, and you could see all these. They're beautiful, and they're all flowering. I was going to say it's, it's not the time long now, is it? They're starting to flower. They are here at the hospice, aren't they? Mm. So, um, yeah. So, if people want to take part in Love to Remember, yes, what, what do they need to do? Visit the website. Visit the website, and there will be a, a dedicated page with a link for you to to go on and um, sign up if you wish to do it. As we said, there are only 40 available, and it's going to be first come, first serve. Well, in fact, 37 we worked out yesterday, yes, we did, because yes. um, someone has very kindly um, paid for one to be planted in memory of Enid Dalton White, who did yeah, all the work yeah. to make Mount Edgecombe happen. And then one is being planted in honour of St Julius Hospice, and one in honour of Mount Edgecombe Hospice, which mm. is lovely. Yeah, yeah, really nice, actually. Mm. Well, thank you for that. Uh, you. you are listening to Two Old Chuffs, A Tale of Two Hospices. Uh, Gina and I are joined today by Judy Lawton. And we've just been talking about a lovely project beginning today, Love to Remember. Now we're going to talk in a moment about something very dear to all our hearts, cream teas. Mm. So, Judy, tell us about our, atte- our attempt, listen to me, Grandly, your attempt <laughs> to break the Guinness World Record for the biggest cream tea. I know. This, um, this idea was formed nearly a year ago and uh, it's grown and has legs now. Um, and it took a while for Guinness to approve the application. Um, and at the time, when we applied... Um, Kath Kidston held the record in 2018 uh, with 978 people. She had Mary Berry as the ambassador. Um, So we thought we'd try and break it. And since then, uh, the National Lottery broke it in October with 1,054. And we thought, no, that's in Gateshead, so we've got to bring it down to Cornwall. But then in November, Mercedes-Benz in China broke it with 1,088 got to come home it's got to come home it's absolutely got to come home to cornwall the home of the cream tea jam first party so yeah there's been a lot of work going on and i have been amazed and stunned by the enthusiasm that has got behind it the cornish businesses that have come forward to help in any way they can the media's gone a bit mad and uh, it's really exciting and also quite frightening. <laughs> I was just going to say, on a scale of 1 to 10, how overwhelmed are you at the moment? 11. 
I wake up, I go to sleep thinking jam and cream, and I wake up thinking jam and cream. I've now got a notepad by the side of my bed, frantically writing things down that I need to keep on top of, because actually, it, it was five months, uh, well, what's today? February the 14th. So we're looking at just over four months away. This is scary. Soon. And 1940s theme. So there's still an awful lot of work to do. I need as many volunteers before and after on the day. Um, can they, Can they? if they're interested, can they log in with you um, on the website? or Yes, if they go, there's a page Fantastic uh, on okay. our website yeah. dedicated and there's details, there's a um, telephone number, um, there's an email address to... So if you had a dairy us. allergy or you didn't like um, tea, you could um, Don't. come and support... Don't, yeah, come and volunteer, but because the, the Guinness rules are very, very tight. You have to drink a cup of English breakfast tea, and you have to eat a whole jam and cream scone. Jam first. Easy. No problem. Easy <laughs> for some, not so easy for others, but we can do gluten-free scones. Brilliant. But we cannot do double cream, whipped cream, single cream. It has to be clotted cream. They're very... Um, Specific on the criteria. That's the word I was looking for. They are very specific about what what they need yeah. to do. And then there are stewards, like adjudicators, who will monitor a group of people that they've been given uh, to make sure that they drink that whole cup of tea mm-hmm. and eat that whole scone. Serious. And oh. if more than 10% of the participants default, the whole attempt would be disqualified. So we're not making rules up for rules' sake. This is the, the Guinness uh, World Record telling us how we have to conduct this. So it's on Saturday the 20th of June, 2 till 5. And where is it? Where's it happening, Judy? I'm stirring now. The... <laughs> the Exhibition Hall. Known to most people as the Cowshed. <laughs> At the Royal Cornwall Show, Grand Wombridge. I'm only asking, we went to a meeting at the Royal Cornwall Show and I was trying to be very particular and talk about the exhibition hall and Judy kept calling it the cow shed and I could see Chris Riddle, the secretary, <laughs> just looking a little bit more cross with her each time she called it the cow shed. He kept saying to me, the exhibition hall. And I've gone out since, I've gone to the Young Farmers, it's in the exhibition hall. Oh, you mean the cow shed? <laughs> Everyone knows it as the cow shed. So it's like, I, I say it correctly, as Chris Riddle has told me, but it is sort of, a.k.a. the cow shed. But I'm allowed to clip her ear each time she comes to the cow shed. <laughs> That's great fun. And how many people do you need to sit down? Do the, does everyone have to sit down at the same moment? Yes, so the party is two till five, but at three o'clock we'll shut everything down to make sure that everyone's sat down and I believe three o'clock we'll sort of sound a klaxon or something and then it's like, ready, steady, go. And then there's like a window of half an hour. Um, so we're trying to get at least 1,200 people sitting down. That's a tall order, 1,200 people. Although I have got some um, very enthusiastic people on Twitter who want it to be like 2,000. Oh, my word. Yes. Um, but you've got to remember that every table has to be laid with a tablecloth. They have to be cups and saucers, not mugs. Um, and a trestle table seats six, so it's, a, it's at least 200 tables being decorated. And uh, and we need... That's something else. If people can't come, but they've got a tea set they'd like to give me or a tablecloth or knit a tea cosy, then 
send it in via any of our 30 shops across Cornwall for Judy the cream tea lady and it will find its way to me. That's extraordinary. I can't picture 1,200 people no, having I tea. Can't. No. I just love it that you're going to be the cream tea lady from now on. I shan't <laughs> call you anything else, Judy. No, the cream tea lady. It's on the, some of the labels that come yeah. into the shop. Fantastic. So is this a good moment to ask, mm-hmm. is it scone or scone? Oh, well, Tamsin, according to you, it's a scone until you eat it, and then it's scone. <laughs> and I tell everyone that. I'm proud of that. See, Gina kept very quiet. Very good, so I'm not yeah. getting involved yeah. in that argument. Do you say scone? A scone. Oh, good girl. Oh, scone. Yeah. Everybody's giving a thumbs up now. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You get corrected. I didn't realise really, that until yeah. we started this journey. If you say scone, people go, sorry, scone. Well, it was, in, it was interesting on um, because I did get an opportunity on Spotlight. And, um, and I did make a point of saying it's scone, not scone. But it was quite interesting when um, Andy Bear dropped uh, the jam and cream onto the sofa. Yeah. <laughs> and that was live on TV. Yeah, bless him. <laughs> he won't forget that in a hurry, will he? The thing that I'm always amazed by is, for all our colleagues, the enthusiasm. But where do you get your enthusiasm? You know, I'd be sitting here now probably crying and rocking at the thought of 1,200 people for the afternoon tea. Yeah, I do that when I get home in the evening. <laughs> Don't we all? And my husband gets me off the ceiling and says, come on, we can do this. But what drives you? Um, the charity. I just really... You, if you want to work for a charity, you have to be absolutely passionate about it. It's no good looking at it as a job. It, you have to feel passionate about it. And I, I, I do say, I've said to people in my talks in the past that when I started this role nearly six years ago, when I joined, um, it was a job. It was, you know, I'd left the NHS and it was a a chance I needed to earn some money and I knew I was pretty good at fundraising from my um, children's um, PTA days. So I knew, you know, I could do it. But as the years have gone on, you just realise what a phenomenal job those nurses do. And then um, nearly two years ago, I experienced it losing a friend and I saw the nurses in action and I saw the fabulous memories that we made with my friend in the hospice for a long time um, and sadly she passed here but the family have nothing but marvellous things to say about us and I agree and even afterwards um, this, the nurses you know looked after me and the rest of the family so yeah you want to give something back you did I, uh, absolutely and, and I think you know we hear that so much um, but I was still thinking, actually, how are you going to dress 1,200 table places for green, t- green tea? And I think that's what helps people do that. It helps people run marathons. It helps people, you know, s- support through all sorts of ways. And it's going back to that early vision, isn't it, about wanting to make a difference and to have something within the hospices that actually is, is really different to what else is, is out there and available. Mm. Mm. And I think that's what we have here at Cornwall Hospice Care. I think also what's been interesting is the cream tea particularly, Judy's talking to people I don't think we've either not ever talked to or haven't for a long time. And, you know, that whole raising the profile and reminding people why we're here. You know, Judy and I had the privilege of being shown around Pendennis Shipyard the other day. They've chosen our charity as their charity of the year. Well... You know, that's a privilege both ways, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and suddenly we're talking to people 
the cream tea did that, didn't it? Yes. You know, and these connections are being made. Oh, yes. I mean, and, and Twitter's gone mad. I mean, Twitter has been fabulous for us over the cream tea. I think my phone just pings almost continually. I can't keep up with how many people are, are following us and wanting to know more about it and um, trying to get a celebrity involved and things like that. And um, it is about... People feel really strongly about having a cream tea record in Cornwall. And I, no disrespect to the charity, but people like to get involved when they do something they know they can do. Yeah. And it's a double whammy for them Absolutely. if they know then they're giving something back to a, to a charity. And then there's just the tiny matter two weeks before of Royal Cornwall Show. Because we like to yes. give Judy a challenge. Yes. You know. Same months. So hopefully selling tickets, because I've got nothing else to do. Yeah. Uh, See? <laughs> at the Royal Cornwall Show, which will take about four days of my life, I suppose, won't it? It'll use up about four days of my life. I think Judy's taking July off. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think I am. I'll come back about September. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> Just in time for... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Scrape me off the floor. <laughs> Got lots of plans, but just not breaking them too no, until no. later. And I also, um, you know, officially made in Cornwall, good old Tony Goodman. He's um, he's come on board and is uh, not personally, but he's rapping. I love that word. He's rapping a double decker bus. Do you know that sounds, that sounds an awful sentence? Actually, Tony is rapping a double decker bus. <laughs> good old Tony. Um, so it's going to be, this bus is going to say, join us for this cream tea party. Really? And then Tyronean have offered me two coaches, not one, two, two. coaches, to get people there. <laughs> They're just going to be stopping and you know, grabbing somebody by the scruff yeah. of the neck, you're coming. <laughs> it's fantastic, really? isn't it? Yeah, no, it really is. And this is what pulls people together, isn't it, really? And it makes the event something really special. And a memory, really special memories. Oh, providing this all goes well. It will. I'll probably cry. <laughs> can't. We can cry from, sheer, <laughs> from sheer relief that it's sort of like I feel like a great big balloon that's being like fizzled down really, or the air's just coming out, and I'll just collapse, and somebody will pick me up and send me home. Yeah, but it, I, I have, yeah, I do have visions of the tables and the music and the 40s. But I've also got to think about the bunting going up. I'd like posters if anyone's got any old memorabilia, if somebody's got, you know, an old classic vehicle sitting in their garage that they'd like to bring and show off, anything like that. It would be absolutely brilliant. Looking forward to it very much. Mm. We all are, Judy. Some of us very happy to drink a, a, cu- uh, a cup of uh, tea and eat a whole scone. That's fine, scone. Fine. And don't forget then to buy your ticket. <laughs> You're in trouble already. <laughs> scone, right. campus, and the tickets are £10. So if you want to take part in that, literally sit down and drink that cup of tea um, and have that whole, and be waited on and really looked after, the tickets are £10 per person. I think that's a good value price for an afternoon especially if you and like I would encourage the girls and the boys to get together and have you know have a girly afternoon or a boys afternoon and make a bit of a do of it really brilliant brilliant you can't Great not be there no, no, no if we're not. bringing this record yeah. home I think we've all got yeah. to be there yes Cornwall yeah. needs to be there snooze you lose sort of thing really, yeah isn't love it, it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah in it to win it yeah. brilliant Judy thank you thank so you. much thank for you. joining us thank so you. it's 
the website www.cornwallhospicecare.co.uk yes. to find out everything and to book your tickets and all that sort of thing. Um, but also, if you want to get involved or just offer us some help or whatever, you can email us. 40 is about F-O-R-T-Y, 40 years at cornwallhospice.co.uk. Uh, and then let us know if there's some way that you can help. If you don't want to take the cream tea, as Judy said, there's a mountain of other things you can do. Thank you for joining us for Two Old Chuffs, A Tale of Two Hospices, and our 40th anniversary, part two, suggesting there's going to be more parts. Next time we meet, uh, we will be at the very start of Lymphedema Week. Lymphedema, I think, is a hidden part of our charity, mm. and yet it's an enormously yeah, busy world. Yeah. yeah. So join Gina and I and uh, for that coming up very shortly. 